Uh, and I'm Dylan Wall. I uh, worked in the film industry for many years, and now I'm uh, taking a stab at podcasts. I think that's good. Try a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pop-Up, the show where we watch and analyze commercials. My name is Dylan Wall. I worked in the film industry for several years. And I'm Dan Rivers, a scholar and critic of cultural studies. Uh, so this week we're going to watch a, a commercial. It's called I Want to Be Recycled. I don't, can, can we tell from this who put it out there? Keep like, America Beautiful. Keep America Beautiful. This happened to pop up while we, I was watching a baseball game with my grandma. And uh, I was surprised at the turn that it took. Oh. And I really appreciated the commercial at large. So, all right, you want to describe this first shot? Sure. It's a street scene, and uh, there are three garbage cans lined up with a, looks like a light over one of them. Yeah. All right. They said I couldn't dream. Called me a piece of trash and swore that's all I'd ever be. said a bottle couldn't see the ocean. Give up. Go back to the dumpster. But I didn't listen. I made my way. I've always wanted to be. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. So that it starts by this this plastic bottle gets, I guess by the wind probably, blown out of a trash can and starts rolling along the street. And then it's this montage from in various locations and various climates of this bottle. And all through it, you're seeing it kind of get passed around on the side of roads. It gets passed by cars. It gets kicked along by dogs. It gets kicked along by people. And then at the very end, it bumps into a recycling bin, and this guy stoops down and picks it up and tosses it in the recycle bin. Uh, and and that's when it cuts to this shot of a bench on like one of the coastal benches, like on the coastal scenery walks, you know, those paths. And on the back of the bench, it's got the little recycle sign to indicate that the materials used to make this bench were all recycled. Um, and then it just cuts to this title shot that just says recycle, period. That's, mm. that's It's just recycle. And I don't know, I, I really love that story. Yeah, it's a cute, it seems like a Pixar sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The bottle is definitely humanized, right? Oh, totally. It's sleeping under a bench. There's another part where it's under another table getting out of the rain. It almost gets struck by a big rig and the big rig passes and it's shaking back and forth. <laughs> it's shaking. When I first saw the commercial, I didn't know what it was going to be for. I, I, I had this weird moment where I was wondering if whatever it was they were about to advertise, was this going to be a thing that glorified trash? Because, <laughs> because I feel for this trash, right? And so like, you know, you could picture a six-year-old watching this and, and thinking to themselves, oh, I want my bottle to go on that journey. I'm just gonna set it here on the, you know, in the gutter. And so I was really nervous about where it was gonna wind up and were they gonna be able to pull that out. And then of course it, it comes to this shot of it being thrown in the recycle bin and that ends up being its second chance, right? It, oh, one of the title screens says, give your garbage a second chance. Uh, or Second Life or something Second like Life. Yeah. 
which I love. Give your garbage a second life. Totally. And I think the choice of life there is not insignificant as opposed to chance because there is this narrative of like the life of trash, right? Expand on that. In the age of our present sort of paradigm of conservation, right, or conservationism or environmentalism, I think that we have a really difficult time thinking about inanimate things. I mean, I feel sort of ambivalent about this commercial in the true sense of that word of being pulled in multiple in two ways because i i feel you i do think i find it to be charming it's designed to be charming very well it is like a finding nemo sort of story music's good it's well shot there's like a human element like you're saying but the part of me that is more skeptical about it is more skeptical of the human element on its own terms you know and i think that's the more sort of puritanical theory theoretical side where i'm like why is our answer to the cultures of anthropocentrism to sentimentalize problematic things as human or human-like? Is your concern that we lose sight of the larger problems and goals and themes because we have centered in, or, or rather, that we introduce a sort of new problem or propagate a new problem of anthropocentric, uh, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Anthropocentric mentalities? Yes and no. Yes, I think that's sort of the conversation that comes up for me. But I don't necessarily think I have a hardline like dislike of this commercial or that I'm that I'm so critical in the evaluative sense so much as it sends all my spider senses tingling of the role of the human of human sentimentalism as a political tool as a way of conceptualizing environmental problems as a way of conceptualizing solving environmental problems and I think that's probably why it's so effective because I do think like you're saying it cuts across all these fields but there is the part of me and I'm sure it's a puritanical kind of theoretical part of me that's also like I see what's happening here, you know, and it's the same way that Finding Nemo 2 is like giving a conservationist method at the same time that the Finding Nemo franchise resulted in all these people buying clownfish, not being able to sustain them. And like yeah. they're the clownfish almost were on the endangered list after yeah, that. Came yeah, out, right? it was a big problem. Although one of the things that I find is when talking about the environment and the sort of crisis that we're facing, it's very difficult to talk about it without pulling out statistics and or doomsday conversations, right? Right. And within that framework, it's very hard to get a conversation going with somebody that's not already on board with that. Mm. Um, Because with statistics, it's a gloss over. And with doomsday scenarios, which I tend to believe, like it is also, as someone who believes them, it's hard to listen to that. It's hard to engage with that. It's hard to know what to do with a doomsday scenario Mm. in conversation. But this is so simple. And now when you see a bottle on the street after having seen this commercial, you might think to yourself, oh, go be a park bench, bud. And you just put it in a recycle. It's so easy now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I think it's genius, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like you say, like a Homeward Bound story, which is not unfamiliar to you. Even if you've never seen Homeward Bound, you've seen a movie like Homeward Bound. Just a journey story, a story of a journey. That is so accessible. For people and so it what it does is it depoliticizes the issue of recycling the people who made this commercial and i think the sort of argument that i was just making right Please, is, yeah. is if people if this if this results in more people recycling wasn't that ultimately a a good choice right mm. to to put this commercial out there it's just like it sort of underscores to me how ubiquitous that is as a worldview mm. that to think about other than human matter because it's not even other than human life 
we have to narrate it through a very sort of human story. I see. You know, do I think this is effective? Totally. Do I think that recycling is useful? Totally. I think, again, it's just a sense of like, what comes up with me, for me, recycling is actually an international industry that ships waste to countries as markets. And in fact, the US produces unsustainable amounts of that commodity that isn't being purchased up enough. The amount of waste produced, the amount of unrecyclable plastic produced or whatever, it participates in a world that in and of itself is not going to be able to solve its own problems. And that's leaving aside the entire question of like humans who are correlated with trash, who also often make daily subsistence off of picking up recyclables and turning them in, and who would be much more likely to be sleeping under a bench or under paper as a blanket or something like that, which is another complete absence from this. So it's like that spiraling out that comes to me when we're thinking about the human as a category that gets it's built by exclusion yeah. and built by these really particular tropes of inclusion i um not not to we don't have to include this i'm just curious do you think that the commercial promoting recycling could exist that satisfies all of these concerns that you have <laughs> um have to be a hell of a commercial it would have to be a hell of a commercial probably not and if it, if it did exist i don't think that it would make people feel this good <laughs> that's probably true <laughs> <laughs> well should we brand it yeah uh hashtag i want to be recycled is theirs i want to be recycled hashtag trash buddies hashtag recycle already yeah hashtag come on guys i think i i'm for the, i want to be recycled I yeah think they just nailed lead it. into their hashtag yeah i they think they did it. they probably nailed it all right yeah i want to be recycled uh well thank you for listening to pop up uh we really love making the show hope you love in uh in, in, in vibing that's not the right word really <laughs> um <laughs> we love to make this show we hope you like listening to it if you like the show, you can subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes, uh, which is the best way to build the show's audience. You can find us on Twitter at Pop Up the Podcast, or you can shoot us an email if you've got a better brand for this commercial, or if there's a commercial you want to recommend to us. We're actively seeking recommendations. You can email us at popupthepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also support the show if you want to become a sustaining member and help make this show happen. Uh, go to patreon.com slash dylanwall and you'll be supporting this show as well as my other podcast, Crib Notes, uh, where I sum up the week's news in 10 minutes or less. Uh, you can come in for even just a small a donation as $1 a month. That's just $12 a year. Uh, and you'll get a sh personal shout out on the air. Uh, and as you go up the rewards list, uh, you can get all the way up to the grand prize uh, where you get to come be a guest on pop-up with the commercial of your choosing. Uh, and we'll talk with you about it. Woo! Woo! Let's see, anything else? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Wow. And in the next decade, it's supposed to triple again. Which, at some point, we're just, it's going to be, like, at the shores, right? It's gonna be You're going to be able to walk yeah. to, <laughs> to Japan. Oh, Lord.